I'm focusing in all my attention, a hundred percent, on you. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mojo Stratus. Stratus is true cloud auto-scaling technology for Magento. Built by industry leaders and cloud architects, Stratus is a revolution in cloud hosting. Magento 2, no problem. Holidays, flash sales, no problem. 100% uptime or your money back. Give Stratus a try today, risk-free, and tell them Mage Talk sent you. Check them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex, the leader of tax, technology solutions, and services for corporations worldwide. They're a Magento premier partner trusted by over half of the Fortune 500. Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes. Visit them online today at vertexsmb.com. This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire. Welcome to Mage Talk. Um, hey, the, uh, formerly welcome. known as the Magento Podcast. Now we're this is uh, Mage Talk after dark, before dark, where we're going to talk about anything we want to because it's our show and it's not yours. I'm Philip. That's right, and I'm Kalen, <laughs> and I endorse this message. Uh, this has been a heck of a day uh, for me. It's been a crazy day. Talk to me. This has been a talk crazy to me. day. I'll be we your had... I'll be your therapist for this session. This is uh well I'm getting Have you a ever had a therapist? Have you ever had a therapist that just drank a gi- from a gigantic mug like this the I'm whole time? I'm from Florida and everybody just drinks from a gigantic big gulp <laughs> at all times. Do they really? Yeah. I feel like that would kill the vibe a little bit like if your therapist was just like <laughs> No, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Uh hold on. I I ha- it, I can't live the next 30 seconds without some diet Dr Pepper. That's Please. Yeah, Please. I'm liking the side by side screen. I'm kind of liking it. I don't know how you feel about it. I can't actually see it, but oh, I don't know. Okay, I am super pumped about the quality of this Skype stream because dude, Skype is killing it. I'm, I'm Skype is the killing Skype-age. the game, dude. Oh man, um, Zoom. The Zoom quality is pretty rough. It's I mean, it's great rough. for calls that are. I mean, for anything that's going to be recorded, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, for something that's just a call that doesn't need to live on beyond the call itself, it's fine. It's great. It's, it's I'm going to say it's pretty much impossible to use Zoom for anything that should be watched back. Uh, yeah. Because nobody's going to want to watch it. It's just so garbage. It's um, complete garbage. And uh, I think they do have some high quality options, but nobody knows how that actually works. <laughs> I mean, nobody. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> and nobody knows that. Not only that. do we not know, I mean, it's 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 knowable, but not by me because I don't care that much. It's I don't even know if it's knowable. I mean, I've and I've looked into it. Trust me. I mean, I he's looked into it. I've I've looked through some settings <laughs> menus and whatnot. You're, what are you drinking in that uh, pitcher there? Nothing but water. Pure H two O. Not even. It's uh, not even. Not even not a little even. coconut action, a little LaCroix? Not even. Not even. This is this is the next level. Once you get past that LaCroix level, this is the next advancement. You can't, you can't, you can't. Pure water. <laughs> Just go pure water. Pure water. There's this uh <laughs> I know somebody, this... by the way. This is crazy. I know somebody who had that desalination thing where they drank too much water and they almost died. Oh, really? One of those ultra type runners? Yeah, it's a total what thing. Crazy? It's a whole thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Because if you're running for like 95 days straight, <laughs> you're just drinking water. Present company time. excluded. Um, yeah, What's that... the longest you've run now? Because you're getting to some like extremes. You're getting uh, okay, a so... little crazy with it. I have to say I've been injured for the past month. So now is not now so much as it was then. <laughs> Back in December, okay. uh, I ran an ultra marathon in December 
and uh, I can oh, watch here. I can do this little picture in picture thing. So now it's more me and less you. I'm telling a story. Um, what? <laughs> uh, back in December, I did this ultra marathon that I trained six months for. And an ultra, for those who don't know, is any distance longer than a regular marathon. The shortest distance you can find uh, like that is a 50 kilometer foot race. Uh, and so 50 kilometers is 31 ish miles, 31.2, something like that. And, mm. uh, so, but my, the, the worst part of that was I signed up for it because it was two, an hour away from my house. It was so close to my house. And I didn't mm. want, I didn't want to travel out for a, a race like that, uh, because I travel a lot for work anyway. So I was like, Oh, what, you know, I'll just run it. It's a trail race. Great. That's all I knew. Trail race close to my house. Boom. Ultra done. And then I got there and it's a literal, it's a four mile circle over and over and over again <laughs> on a sand dune, Kalen. <laughs> on a sand dune. 75% of it, yeah, it was terrible. 75% of it was uh, on on beach sand, sugar sand. Um, and there were sand fleas and horse flies and it was grueling. And the worst part oh, was I'd run, I, I, I'd run 31 miles. Um, my wife and kids were on the way to greet me at the finish line and I got the text. I'm a quarter mile from the finish and I'm putting on the gas and I'm like, here we go. I'm going to break it across the finish line and get a text from Jackie saying I had to stop for gas. So stall. What? <laughs> so, so that they, so that they could meet you right so they as could, you were they crossing could catch the video line? or a picture of me of like crossing the finish line. You're and like, uh, babe, I'm not stalling. That's, that's not going to happen. Long story short, I like I was like, all right, fine, I'll stop and I'll get some water. I'll, you know, eat a Tootsie roll. And um <laughs> long story short, I like I wound up stalling just to I wound up running in circles out there because I didn't want to stop because I thought I was gonna collapse if my heart rate stopped, uh, came down. Anyway, long story short, um yeah. thirty-two miles, thirty-two point one miles. Like I, I went one mile longer than I needed to. Jamie Huskison nice. in the chat. Hey, Jamie, I'm adding it to the uh, the broadcast here. Two episodes in two weeks. Jamie, what are you doing up, man? You just put on like a huge event. Aren't you? Uh, it's a big day. It's a big day for exhausted? Jamie. Yeah, it's a big um, day. Was that the one where you posted Instagram stories and you thought you were going to die halfway yes. through? Yeah, I got lost. That was totally, a whole freaking thing. Yeah. Totally remember that. Because I was, it was fun because I was watching it. And it was like, I was going along with you. It was like halfway through. I was like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't die. Because I didn't know how it was going to end. Because it wasn't like a post. You know, with a post, it's like, okay, they're not going to post it until it's had a successful outcome. Whereas like stories are a little bit more like a live stream kind of. So it was like, I, I went through that journey with you. And I like, I thought you weren't going to make it for a while. I was like, oh no, <laughs> it was nice knowing Phil. I that also thought I wasn't going to make it for a while. Um, yeah. there is a, hold on, I'll show you. Um, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to try though. Um, this, uh, I'm showing the picture of me. So this is the sand dune. You can see it if you're over on YouTube. This is the sand dune that, uh, I had to run up and down and it has some elevation. I think it's 200 foot of elevation up one side and down the other. And, um, it's, it was freaking miserable, but, uh, I finished it. You can see it. It's over on my Instagram. If you want to follow me on Instagram, um, I finished it, it was crazy. 31.24 miles in total. And I think I might've clocked a little longer on, uh, yeah, I might've clocked a little bit longer than that on, uh, my Garmin or my Coros. Nice. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to try pulling this up. It's a little bit of a risky click because, uh, oh, cause you, I gotta you get might a new destroy computer. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta get. I've been, I've been, I've been trying to work this out because uh, it's when I'm streaming, bad things happen if I start clicking on things. But uh, <laughs> let me try to pull this up. Um, yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah I'll don't do it, it. Don't do it. Didn't you buy a new computer? I thought you were going to buy a new computer. I was. I was. I was thinking about it. I'm thinking about getting a mini. Um, I'm still a little on the fence because I'm just not sure if I need it. You know, I'm gonna close this. I'm going to close it. It's not worth it. If you it's not had, worth it, man. If you had ordered the computer the day that you were pontificating ordering the computer, you would be that much closer to getting the computer with the RAM that you wanted. Yeah, see, but here's the thing. It, here's the thing is that I think I'm going to just replace the RAM. 
because um so the deal with the Mac minis is that you pay like through the through the nose uh for the RAM upgrades. Sure. And uh, everybody's telling me that I got to get, you know, at least 16 gigs, which makes sense because I have eight now and it's clearly not enough. Um, but yeah, so in order to replace the RAM, it's not like that, that hard. You got to get some special screws. It takes like 15 minutes, apparently. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think it's 15 I think minutes or that. two, they two say and a half weeks. You don't, yeah, like, uh, yeah, totally. And then, and then you save a bunch of money. So um, I think I'm going to just go that route because uh, I don't know. There's something about ordering something and waiting two weeks that just doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Bothers Unless you're you. like, bothers me. Unless you're ordering like a house, you know? Like one of those Amazon modular houses you can buy on Amazon for 30 grand. I'll wait I two believe- weeks for that. If it, yeah, if you are the man who would buy a house on Amazon. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. How serious are you about building your own tiny house? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I may, maybe we'll get an RV instead, but, um, I am so in for that. Are you into RVs? I'm so into it. I'm so into it. We, we, uh, we hung out with a friend today, actually, who has a farm, 12 acres, and then they have some friends that are renting an acre from them and uh, living in an RV, and uh, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty Dude, sweet. that's freaking cool. So, I, so it's cool. So I actually hung out on a farm today, and it was, it was awesome. Like, it was so cool. That's really cool. I just cool. want to have land as far as the eye can see. That's all I want, you know? I can throw that quote. I want to have land as far as the eye can see. So you're throwing that into the video? You can do it. It's uh, it's a pretty neat little thing. Dude, you're doing all sorts of fancy stuff. Doing all kinds of fancy stuff. It's it's pointless for you to try to go see this right now because you don't have the RAM. We all know that. I don't have the RAM. I mean, I could do it on my phone. But then it would look like I was like... It would look like I was like ignoring you and checking my Instagram while we talk like a, like an annoying spouse. <laughs> like I do. No, keep talking. No, keep no, no, talking. No, I'm, I'm listening. listening. I'm listening. I'm not, I'm not doom scrolling right now. I'm listening. Oh dude, by that was the best thing ever. Please. Can you pull up that tweet? I need to see that tweet. That was good. It was. There's a, uh, I, I'll try to fish for it as well so I can show it on the live stream. Doom go. scrolling. I've heard of doom scrolling. There was this whole thing about like, uh, yes, ex- <laughs> I'll try to go full screen on it. I can't really get it to focus. Um, there was this really interesting, um, uh, speaking of like doom scrolling, uh, there was this tweet somebody had put out a few years ago, a couple years ago that was like, like every day of that post 2016 election for a lot of people on Twitter was like, let's see what the fresh horror box has for us today. (laughs) Let's go find the fresh horrors device and pull up the fresh horror screen. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, It's been rough. It's been rough. It's been a rough year. (laughs) This has Um, been, wow. This, this year, dude, my gosh. Um, It's been a challenging year. The uh, the tweet of note here, the the one that we were uh, mentioning is uh, I'll throw it up on on the screen. Is every Throw marriage has uh, one person who doom scrolls and reads headlines out loud pre coffee, and another person who is begging them to stop. Exactly, Ac- it's accurate. Accurate, very highly accurate, accurate. <laughs> highly accurate. Um, so me Magento UK happened today. We referenced that briefly, ever so briefly. Are earlier. we talking, we are talking about Magento today. That's happening. Sure. All right. You sounded like an Irishman real quick there. We're talking about Magento today. Are we? Oh, are we're we? talking. Oh, are, that's Tyg. That's Tyg's job. Uh, Tyg <laughs> has that down, right? Tyg is a Scottish Irish. God, I'm so, I'm horrible at one this. One of the two. For sure. One of the two. Yeah. He's a tall oh. man. He's a tall individual. And um, the most sincere and uh and moving speakers I've ever witnessed in my life. He's a gosh, we all could learn a lot more from Tig. Tig Bo. That's cool. I believe is how you say his last name. Smart guy. Love that. I don't know if I've uh 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I've caught any of his talks. Um, oh, I've, spe- I've seen out. him speak at uh, Magento uh, Mage Titans on at least two occasions. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, Me cool Magento beans. UK debuting a, a number of new speakers today. Uh, I did not have the pleasure of dipping in. I've had a very busy uh, meeting schedule today, and uh, well, yeah, today and every day for the last three months. But yep. uh, I can't wait to watch it on the replay. I really want to catch up on what's going on. I know that there was a lot of activity around, like a lot of conversation and buzz on Twitter around Headless. So um, pretty excited to hear about some of that. Yep. Yeah. 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 I saw a lot of people were very excited. I, I didn't get a chance to dip in, but um, I probably, yeah. So super cool. Super, super, super cool. Um, I didn't have any else to say. Nothing else to say that. about that. Uh, uh, I really want to get back what? to this whole tiny house situation. Um, oh, dude, please. Because please. I spent, so my wife and I spent, uh, you can see with all these keyboards uh, in my, this is a music room for me. Um, and now my office full time, uh, until I go back to the office officially, I think we'll be doing that in July question mark. I don't know. Um, mm. but in, in, in the before times, this was a music room, a studio of sorts. And I, you know, it's because I'm a musician. My wife and I spent the first two years of our marriage, uh, traveling, uh, playing music and, uh, full time. That was a, Real interesting way to start a marriage, by the way. I could see myself doing it again. I, I would love to do that. I would, you know, get an RV, sell everything, you know, yeah, go, buddy. go full, go full RV and just, yeah. dr- try, you know, travel, travel around and do the Partridge family thing and have the kids sing a few songs. And dude, if you like, if you would have been, if we were like 10 years younger, like, and we're not, but go on. And we're not, but like your the your initial two years of your marriage, you would be on YouTube, right? You'd oh have my a gosh! Whole, yeah. You'd have, oh, totally. And then I and then and then I could watch like the whole YouTube thing of you guys, and that would be amazing. But because we're old, I have like you say that you did that. I don't know if that's true. You it know? Could, it, you could it's be, probably not true. You could be I, you could be making the whole you could be imagining the whole thing. You know. But, I, uh, I look at these YouTube videos of people that do that have the like wanderlust sort of thing. Um, a good friend of my, uh, well, a good friend of my brother-in-law is an early Uber employee who has done pretty well for themselves now and, um, sold everything and is doing the RV thing. And they're coming down to Florida and they're going to park in, you know, my brother-in-law's, uh, uh, property for five or six months and just kind of hang out. And gosh, that so kind cool. of, that feel, that feeling of like being free to go wherever and do whatever is, uh, extremely appealing to me. Um, as I know, dude, like, I, yeah, since it is you, for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the thing. Have you, is this a recent thing for you? Cause I, I feel like we've never talked about this before. It's, it's not recent. It's just, I know my wife and it will never, ever happen. So why talk about it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? Why, but, <laughs> Touchy subject. I'll go ahead and have some more <laughs> So why, why talk about it now? Just, just randomly. Oh, cause, cause you're I, just talking cause you're talking about RVs. Just or, or is the coronavirus bringing that up more because you're more restricted? Is it like making you think more oh, about how great oh, that would now, be to be okay. able to go anywhere. All right, I didn't realize we we're going to have a psychotherapy session. Uh, oh yeah, Kaylin. please. No, that's, go on. that's no, lean, uh, lean back. That's really, <laughs> lean back. Um, here. There you go. Now get comfortable. Talk to me. The, tell me the reality is I bet that's some, that is a small part of it. I'll bet that's, a, how does that's that make a, you feel? It makes it stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) I, if I'm being really honest, um, it's, you know, what's driving me crazy is the order of these windows. Isn't the same as when we started. Hold on. There we go. Okay. Um, okay. I, you know, I, I feel very confined and a good portion of my, you know, a good portion of my job the last four or five years has been 27, 28 plus weeks on the road. 
you know, speaking at conferences, seeing other people. I'm very energized by being around people. And if I were still in the office around, because, you know, we're, we're a startup accelerator. We've got a bunch of young people and young founders. They're like, ex, like excited about life and what they're building. And people are just pumped all the freaking time. We've got people coming in and out. We've got a lot of public-private partnerships. So you've got, you know, a lot of people from... Uh, various government organizations. I, I just feel energized by that kind of activity. And every single day has been exactly the same for three months. I drink the same coffee. I eat the same breakfast. I eat the same lunch. Like every day is a little monotonous, if I'm being honest. And um, so, yeah, yeah, maybe the RV thing is like just the pendulum is going to swing back in a really aggressive way so that I can you know, cause it's like overcompensating to some degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hear you. A lot of pendulums are going to swing, you know, <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, see, really, there's a lot of pent up energy in a, whether your um, specific situation or other people in different directions. And it's like, who knows, who knows what the next year is going to look like, you know, not it, me. It, I have no freaking clue. I mean, there's an election coming up. There's everything that's happening. Oh, there's... God. You had to remind me of that. That's, that's gotta, dumpster fire. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. I know. I know. I know. Ooh. It's easier to not think about it. It's easier to just know. not think about it. Let's just pretend like um, it's not happening, you know? Like, let's uh, pretend none of it's happening. None of it's happening. <laughs> stick our head in the sands. That'll fix it, right? We're just two white guys on a podcast. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all. You know, that's, that's funny. That's show title. That's the thing I've been... Um, <laughs> no. Most concerned about, to be very honest with you, on uh, the last few months is my perspective is very skewed and informed by my life experience to this point, which I think is very different to some people's life experience. And that gives me one sort of maybe more optimistic outlook on the future. And for some people, they like maybe I have no right to be optimistic about the future or that like makes me more optimistic about the future. I don't know. Um, not mm. that like everything has to be Walt Disney and, you know, we're all going to live in peace and harmony and sing. It's a small world after all forever. But, um, yeah, anyway, whoo, uh, heavy stuff. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, What's buddy. your, what, what are thing? what is happening in your business right now? Cause we haven't talked about that. I, I don't know if it's a touchy subject, yeah. but no, I no, no. sense, um, can I, can I say what I sense is happening and you validate it? You sense that it's. Going downhill fast. And I know, not downhill getting fast. Getting ready like, to s smash into a wall. Do you feel like the Magento community is growing or staying the same? The Magento community. Ah, the Magento community. Um, it feels like the... I'm going to zoom in on you it, for this. It feels important. And so, just get in tight. Get in real tight. This is going to be a strong. This is going to be strong. No, um, I don't know. It feels like it's in some ways being absorbed into the broader, I don't know, e-commerce community. Mm. It, like it feels like those of us that want to hold on to the Magento community are like holding on to the past. You know. Wow. In some ways, right? <laughs> I told you it was going to. I'm going to put strong. that as a lower third. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great. It, it, it feels that way in some ways, you know, we talked about the whole end of life thing. Um, and I think, I, I don't know. I think that there was a time for many of us where you could just be devoted to one platform and That's true. live your whole life within that one plot. Like you were like a fish and your swimming tank was all one platform. And you didn't have, you know, you could point across at the other fish tanks and be like, those guys are bad. Those guys are dumb. <laughs> our fish tank, our swimming tank is the best. Um, you know, but now everything's multi-platform. Everybody's on multiple platforms. And uh, so what, so what does the Magento community mean exactly? You know, that's God, I love you so much. Um, and Jamie says, preach. I, I think you're right. You I think preach. that I think you're right. I think that there is we 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 somehow did the thing that we were very critical of others doing five years ago, which is there was some tribalism there, and we couldn't see the broader community for uh, 
you know, because of that, because we were very mired in uh, our way of doing things, uh, our, you know, us versus them ism, if you will. And the Mm. world kind of got on and started innovating in totally different areas and not just one or two, but like a dozen of them. So yeah, we have to belong to the broad. And it's funny because not to invoke his name because he's no longer around and that's totally okay. But Mark Lavelle uh, had said, you know, some time ago during his lead the charge um, conversation, which is, you know, they don't sling mud and they don't name names because really like we're all part of one ecosystem. And when we, when, when e-commerce grows, we all benefit and he was right. I don't think we all took that very diplomatic way of saying it to heart the way we probably could have. Um, mm. But, um, you know, this this idea that to succeed, you have to compete directly and, you know, start kind of going tit for tat. And that's um, that is one way to have done it. It seems to work, seems to have worked for Shopify because Lord knows they didn't they punched up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They do a lot of punching. Do a lot of punching. Did you notice, um, have you seen the stuff with the Hey email client and the Apple yeah, stuff? Yeah, tell me. So I don't know what's happening. Maybe you can actually tell me. All I know is that I had to mute I'll clear you in. on uh, <laughs> Twitter because it's insufferable. So um, I'm I've zooming gone, in on I've, you for this because it seems I've, really important. Tight. Bring it in tight. Get in, it, get in I've, tight. Uh, I've muted him on and off throughout the years. Um, no, but so, so Hey is a Hey.com. Yep. The new email client by the Basecamp team, Jason Free, DHH, the Basecamp team. And uh, it's really cool. It has a bunch of unique features to it. And uh, they got real upset because um, Apple, uh, remo- so they, they have a, a, an Apple, they have an iPhone app, Android app, and all that kind of stuff. And... Apple, I think, so they, they, they put their app on the App Store, and then I think they got blocked from doing any updates to the app because uh, they're not using Apple's monetization feature, Apple's subscription feature. And so Apple uh, wants to force apps to use their subscription features. Now, there are a few exceptions, like, uh, what is it, certain types of... Sometimes of apps have exceptions. I believe Spotify got an, an exception um, and things like that. Oh, so the ones the that are culture-defining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they made exceptions because if you use their feature, they want 30% of your revenue, I guess, that goes through that feature. And so, yeah, they got real upset about that because they basically don't want to use the, the Apple's native uh, subscription. This is uh, what yes. I would call the Karen Baker argument mm-hmm. of we don't need you to survive and then give it two years and they'll be right back in the uh, app, in the app store. Um, this feel is this, and well, I don't know anything about then, what you're talking about because I, I I'm only hearing this for the first time. Is yeah. Apple doing something underhanded or are they using this as a platform to get people to pay attention for to them? Is my question. Well. That's what a lot of people are saying that they're they're using they're doing what's called beef marketing. Wait 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 wait. Paul Graham tweeted beef marketing. I can I can add in a. There we go. Yeah. Beef marketing. That's. But I yeah but I like so turns out that there's a lot of you know independent app developers that have run into the same issue. Where you know they they get squeezed by Apple for this this revenue cut. I'm shocked. And um, this is yeah, the least so, surprising thing I have ever heard in my life. That Apple. Wait, hold on. You're telling me Apple is being protective over its system, its ecosystem, by wanting people to charge money so that they can profit from it. That's shocking. Insane. That's insane. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know it's funny. I don't know. When initially my my reaction was like, "Oh, that sucks," but as, as I've thought about it more, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure <laughs> exactly how. As a, as a customer, as a user, for example, I recently tried out this um, this piano app on my kids, and uh, on a on an iPad, and um, 
then it was like a seven day free trial. So I was like, oh, I'm going to cancel. We're not really using it. And then when I went to cancel, I was like, oh God, I'm going to have to figure this out. I'm going to probably have to call somebody. It's, it's like a whole a thing you have to go through just to get it done. Right. I was, I was ramping up because it was like a $150 a year. I was like, I'm going to do what I got to do. If I got to call somebody, I'm going to call somebody. <laughs> and then I'm Googling. I'm like, I can't find in the app how to cancel. How do I cancel? So then I Google it and it's like, just go into your Apple subscriptions and cancel from your Apple subscription. And I was like, this is amazing. So it was just was baked into the native. It's not even in the app itself because it's just an Apple subscription management. Oh, wow. So that was nice. So as a, as a user, it's nice to be able to use the native uh, subscription features. Yeah. Um, as a company, you know, I mean, we talked about this with Magento, right? Because Magento started to want to get... Was it 20 or 30% of all revenue? Remember, remember we had that discussion back in the day of like all revenue of a That's why I said app? this is the Karen Baker argument. I This is exactly what I was saying is this is, yeah. Uh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Let's face it, Magento can be a beast to run in the cloud. And that's why Stratus by MageMojo is hosting Evolved. Say goodbye to dedicated DevOps teams and complex cloud architecture. With Stratus, you get a rock-solid architecture that's built on Amazon AWS and true cloud auto scale. Never worry about capacity planning ever again with the full power of AWS that's behind your site. Backed by Magento Cloud Architecture Geniuses at MageMojo on technologies like ECS, Kubernetes, Aurora, and also a 15-minute SLA that's the fastest in the entire industry, you can be sure that your site is in good hands with Stratus. Give it a try today, and we know you won't be disappointed. Head over to magemojo.com slash magetalk and get started. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O dot com slash magetalk. Thanks again to Mage Mojo for the continued support of Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex. Vertex is a Magento premier partner, providing cloud and on-premise solutions that can be tailored to specific industries for every major line of tax, including sales and use, income, value added, and payroll. Vertex Cloud is the SaaS solution that automates sales and use tax, including calculation and returns. With multiple service levels and flexible pricing models, Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes, from recognizable brands like Honda, Pepsi, and Verizon to small businesses the world over. Find out more today at vertexsmb.com and be sure to mention Mage Talk to get 15 months for the price of 12. Once again, that's vertexsmb.com. It's why Commerce now, Hero, or it's why uh, uh, that that uh, Magento email thing uh, that you made would never, uh, shouldn't have been in the in the App Store because you'd have to give up an unnecessary amount of revenue, you know, that you were being successful without the App Store. So why do you need the App Store? Right, right. But the difference is right. Like the difference is with that's a great example. Um, but the difference is that with a Magento extension, people can just download it on their own. Like being on the app store is, is helpful for distribution. And there was a time when all you had to do was put something up on the extension marketplace and it would go bananas. Right. But with, uh, with an Apple, like, here's the thing. I genuinely believe if Basecamp could have an app that you could only download from their website, an iPhone app. And they did not have the distribution of the app store. I think they'd be fine with that because they have their own distribution. Like, I don't think they need the distribution of the app store, but, th- but you don't have that option with an iPhone app. If you're not in the app store, you, you can't be used by an iPhone user, right? That's I don't a know about hu- that. That's, that's, a- that's, that's I, I, I understand the argument you're making, but I uninstalled Twitter and maybe it's not anywhere near as complicated. Maybe maybe I'm I'm oversimplifying it. But I uninstalled Twitter from my phone back in March, April, I think. Uh, I took a Twitter break through uh, through March and April. And by the I, way, worst two months of my entire life. If I can just say that you may have been out there enjoying a blissful two months. I was like, Twitter sucks. Twitter sucks. Twitter. Oh, Phil's back. <laughs> 
that's really freaking funny. Um, so, but when I came back, I decided I didn't want to install the app again because it owned way too much of my every waking moment. It's like the, not only is the app always there, it was unfortunately for me, it's like I had had it on the home page, and it's always open. I get push notifications and you know, when I'm not paying attention to it, it's fighting to make me pay attention to it. It's like not the greatest experience for, you know, my mental health. And I just decided, I'm like, I'm not going to reinstall the app. So I use the PWA. I use Twitter Lite on a Chrome tab and it's amazing. And I have more control over when it's open, where I see it. I don't put it on the homepage. I don't have notifications enabled. It's a better experience for me. And I, be honest with you, I wouldn't know the difference between it and the app because they feel like one and the same thing now. So I feel like yeah. you can have a pretty native app experience with something like, Hey, which is an email client. Like, couldn't you just do that in a web browser and just be done with it? Or I that's don't a know. really good point. Yeah. Penetration, no, really penetration point. though. Like I'm probably, I'm probably, you know, singing a song that Eric Irway made, uh, made up, wrote the lyrics to, but I, I think that, you know, PWA gives you more access to having more app like experiences, but knowing things like penetration and uh, like usage and device types maybe is not as clean as if you say penetration one more time i'm gonna lose it and like penetration um, you know you got it on two devices um, that's multiple um, penetrations <laughs> so i had something i was gonna say but it's just completely it's gone now no actually that's a good point for actually of quite a few reasons um uh, there's a lot of features within Hey that kind of buck against the trend of notifications all the time, sort of always on expectations. Which is, so there's yeah. Tell default, me more about that because I that's a that's an interesting cultural shift. I love it. By default, where's my phone? Oh, yes. By default, there's no notifications. You have to actually enable notifications per sender or per email thread if you want them right and the whole Basecamp team is very big on that i mean that's something they've built into Basecamp. that's something that they have so the hay product and as well as Basecamp is very opinionated they're very opinionated about the right way to do work the right way to do remote work <clears throat> kind of work-life balance jason free talks a lot about that and so um actually that's a really good point and now that i think about it Hey, seems like something that you want to pretty much use at your desktop uh, for getting work done. And, you know, I watched the whole like 37 minute demo video that he did. It was great. And I can't really imagine doing that much on an iPhone uh, hmm. other than, you know, quickly checking or quickly searching or whatever. So, yeah, that's a good point. I now, now I don't even know. It's like I was so hot and bothered about the Apple App Store thing. And now I'm just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know if I care or not. Um, well, it's just it, it, beef marketing. That's uh, uh, I've never I've never heard that phrase before, but it's my new favorite phrase. And uh, <laughs> hashtag uh, beef with Phil, um, which was a trending hashtag that uh, you created for people that are angry at me, which is great. At least we can when consolidate it on the one place. When did I do that? Was is that something? I don't did remember. It was, it was really funny. It was a joke. Um, beef. Oh my god! With hold on. I've really forgotten more things. All of our most... all of our jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how they say like I've forgotten more things than you've ever done in your life. What's the What's the expression? <laughs> like it's yeah. So... It's hashtag beef with Philip, and uh, a lot of people, a lot of people tweeting on the beef with Philip. That's okay. I'm a big boy. I can but, take uh, it. It has it has a bunch of cool features. So you know, by default, did you sign up? If a new, <clears throat> so I requested an invite in May, and I have not gotten, I've not gotten my uh, invite in yet. So I'm just scrolling Twitter you all day long. You weren't you weren't invited for the <laughs> to the party. Yeah, well, I'm not in the party yet. Um, what do you know about Clubhouse? Have you heard about Clubhouse? <sighs> Oh God, I want to be into Clubhouse so bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, what you're saying is the FOMO works. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing with the FOMO. So, so Clubhouse is is also an invite only new product. 
um, that's launched recently and that I am experiencing FOMO of for with buying with, um, <laughs> on behalf but here's of the thing, like I really, so clubhouse is, I, I believe clubhouse is like an audio only, uh, live chat, social network type deal. Um, that's correct. And, as far as I understand, okay. I've also muted and, that. I've also now muted that on Twitter because <laughs> I literally can't. Right. <laughs> that's hilarious. Do, do, I'm glad you find that so like, funny, but yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I, uh, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I, I really like, so the way that I understand the product works is that you can randomly hop into a chat and it's audio only and you can just jump in and just randomly. So, so I don't know exactly how, but it manages to create like serendipitous conversations with people. And I find that really compelling because like I'll randomly want to just talk to people because I have no friends, like <laughs> real life friends. <laughs> so, so like I, I, like, I shouldn't I'll laugh, wanna... but that's freaking <laughs> sad. I don't, I, I'm so sorry. I'll just, I'll I shouldn't just laugh at randomly, that at all. But... It's you're a horrible person. It's okay. Um, you yeah. know, so sometimes I'll randomly call people and it'd be, and it'd be weird, but, um, I just find that that functionality really cool. So I want to, I want to try that out once it's open. There's a, a new app that has, uh, it's being sort of and it's in alpha right now. That's being piloted by the, the folks who built pattern brands, uh, which we talked a lot about last year on future commerce. And, um, they are, you know, brand founders that create like consumer brands, like hard goods that you would buy online. And uh, like cookware and uh, housewares, that sort of thing. And but they they've founded a tech product called Geneva, and Geneva has a very similar feature where you can just go into it's like Slack, um, but Slack for not business, Slack for like communities to kind of hang out in. And there is a channel where really? you can just yeah you you can just jump in this channel and everyone's mic is on, and you can just talk. And so cool. I'm guessing that's what Clubhouse is. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I have no idea. That's really cool. Check that out. Geneva. Geneva. Yeah, Geneva. I can send you an invite to uh, to the Pattern Brands Geneva, whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. It's a, it's hey. an interesting thing. Like, who knew? Audio, right? Who knew? Yeah. 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 Audio. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. The, um, the, the world is trying to get back to more long-form con- communication because it turns out... Tone is really hard in 140 or 280 characters on the internet. This is true. But, By the you way, know. I saw you making fun of Twitter's new audio feature. I'm super <laughs> pumped about it. Are you for I real? I can't wait. I can't wait. This is going to like I, revolutionize your workflow for uh, it's, for all the stuff you do. It's going to change everything. Right when I saw your tweet, I was like, wait, what? What? what, what? And then I immediately went <laughs> to see if I had it. I don't have it yet. Or else it's you on would have iOS. Seen a tweet from me. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's only on iOS. Only on iOS. Are you on iOS? I'm That's not. The problem. Are you on a Pixel? I'm a Pixel man. Yeah. I freaking love my Pixel. Pixels are great. Pixels are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk about this Walmart Shopify thing. Let's do that. <laughs> this seems um, seems relevant on a Magento podcast. Um. It's e-commerce. <laughs> can, can I can I say can I start it with a Magento centric story though? Because I think yeah. a lot about this sort of stuff. So yeah, I, okay. I, I would like to start with the okay, blah blah blah, Walmart, blah blah, Shopify. Okay. Over a year ago, so we're talking uh, I don't know March or April, something like that. It was sometime around. I think it might have been before Imagine last year. Um. Mm-hmm. About a year ago, Adobe had this really like stealth announcement that they had partnered with Amazon to create branded stores for people on Magento. And Adobe was like all in on this thing. It was totally like chill. Brian Lang, who uh, of the Future Commerce podcast was previously worked at Amazon and was on the partnerships team there. 
And he mm. worked for, you know, for his entire tenure at Amazon was to facilitate this deal. So he was so pumped about it. The announcement came out and left, and I never heard another thing about it. In my mind, in my mind, Amazon plus Adobe would have been the killer app for small and medium-sized businesses. And the announcement happened. I don't know what's happened since. No idea. Uh, But now here we are. Uh, front page news on every retail trade uh, this week. It's Walmart and Shopify, um, which seems like very much the same opportunity in a different segment. It's much, probably much smaller businesses. But anyway, what do you think about it, Kalen? I don't know. It's kind of neat. Um... <laughs> cool. Next topic. Um <laughs> Uh, so, so my understanding is that, uh, it makes it easy for Shopify merchants to, uh, sell, to push their products through to the Walmart shop, uh, marketplace. Yeah. Is that pretty much it? Yep. That's it. Yep. Yep. It's an important I mean, thing. So that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, is it, you know, I mean, um, I still remember, I think it was one of the Forrester analysts at, uh, Imagine once that talked about how. Everybody copies a lot of Amazon's tactics like free shipping, things like that, but they don't copy the marketplace, which is really their most profitable, um, the, the most profitable component of their e-commerce business. Hmm. And so it's interesting that Walmart's hitting that because who buy like who buys something on Walmart marketplace now? Does anybody do that? So like, you, I'm glad you said that because I am prepared with data. Um, ooh. In 2018 to 2019, so 2018 to 2019, Walmart's e-commerce grew 43%, and 19 to 20, it grew 37%. Uh, It ended 19 to 20 with a gross of... I just had it, and I'm stupid because I scrolled past it, and now I'm never going to find it again. Um, You know, Walmart's like, I don't know, 40 billion or something like that, uh, is mostly made up of grocery. Um, Mm. I'll find the number. I'm so stupid. Why did I scroll past that? This is so annoying. Uh, sorry, carry on. Uh, it's a lot, it's a lot and it, it increases, uh, the, it increases the penetration of (laughs) e-commerce uh for small you know small merchants to be able to uh yeah f- to to reach any any anyone shopping anywhere uh specifically on Walmart okay here it is operating income for the quarter for Walmart um was 21.9 billion of which 6. Se- it looks like 6.7 billion in e-commerce um, I'm going to double check that number, but double, some numbers on the they're boards. losing, they're losing the thing that everybody wants to talk about is, uh, that they're, they're spent 11 billion on the 6 billion. So they're losing a ridiculous amount of money on e-commerce. How do you spend that much money? Where $6 billion. Yeah, that's how a lot how do you spend 11 on oh, six? 11? Yeah. God, I really don't know. I don't know. I feel like you really could give uh, at least 20 people in this, uh, you know, 20 rich billionaire tycoons, you know, all kinds of tax incentives for that kind of money. Right. I mean, Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I see. I, I see where this is going. <laughs> uh, I, I think for it's the merchant funny. class, like the small merchant, this is a, a big win. Yeah. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it works out. It's weird, man. Like I keep, <laughs> Even though I keep saying we should just talk whatever, I keep trying to bring it back to e-commerce topics. Please do. Even if, That's what we know the best. No, no, no. Well, yeah. I mean, yes and no, but like- Would you buy an RV sometimes... on the internet? That's- <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like this habitual thing, even, even if like- Because I think the best conversations are when you're just talking about whatever's you're the most interested in. But it can be this, this thing you do where- it's like, oh, you know, we're supposed to talk about these topics, so let me create a list of them and remember to talk about them, even though I don't know, I don't have that much to say about it. You know? I don't know, man. Like, or like there's yeah. a, it, 
let's think about it this way. I think Magento, despite some of the rhetoric over getting a site live in 10 days and some of that garbage, I, I, I have seen it takes longer for Magento to get a DocuSign than it did for that 10 day launch. So like this whole 10 day thing, like from, from, from like legal and DocuSign to onboarding and like get, just getting Magento to give you access to something. I use getting a site live in 10 days seems like a bit of a stretch and I'm glad that they've relaxed that, uh, in the post Andrea Ward era. Um, but, uh, my, so Magento coming up market is, you know, sets a little bit of more reasonable expectation, but if you're going to start a store, you're going to run it yourself. You don't want to bother with infrastructure and you just want to like not have to talk to a human being to get it. I mean, Shopify is the way to go. And that is the bulk of e-commerce is wanting that self-service ability. And remember, I used to make fun of you for just like, oh, just go to the wiki. Uh, I mean, it was like you didn't want to take a phone call to save your life because you were a SaaS business operator and you were a small, like you're a one person operation. You got hundreds of people to deal with. Dude, you are sweating in that little shed. Bro, I'm getting a little hot. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> crank that AC, getting, man. <laughs> it's cranked. It's cranked. Crank it. Getting, crank it more. <laughs> this is getting rough. <laughs> this yeah. is getting a little rough. Although Can that's I, a I'm dark tell shirt. You, a story. you can't really see it. Yeah. It, tell me a story. I'm going to tell you a story. So I was. <laughs> I was referred a uh, client to Commerce Hero by the Adobe sales team. <laughs> no way. Wow. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it, uh, so <laughs> they were trying to give like my, are phone you going to get in trouble and, and for telling of, the story? No, I'm not getting in trouble. Um, okay. right, I'm just making sure. I'm going to get it like, real well, tight on you on, on for this. I'm going <laughs> to. Hold on. I'm getting, like, well, I'm, I'm zooming in. All right. And yeah. go. I was like, well, you know, just oh, I think I usually the best now. thing All is right. if they go to my website, how oh, you broke it, Great. broke the internet. Go. And so go, anyways, go, go. so I was like, yeah, it's like, usually it's best if they just sign up on the website and they're like, whatever. So then, uh, then the person who was referred emails me and was like, hi, we're with insert organization name. Is a reasonably respectable organization <laughs> like you you'd, you'd recognize them and You're like um, i don't care i don't do phone calls so they were like can somebody give me a call da, 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 da. i want to talk about this and i was like well it's usually best if you sign up on the website <laughs> and uh you know i said I'm, i'll usually jump on a call once you've signed up and you know if you still have questions here's the pricing people always assume that you know they got to ask you about the pricing over the phone so that's, yeah, that's the story that I haven't heard back from, from but that, <laughs> I wonder why that was just the other, I'm, 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 other I, I'm very, I'm very, I'm curious. I wonder one why. of my, one of my best new clients, actually, they've made a couple of hires, great, um, agency, uh, solutions partner. And, uh, they contacted me, I think it was on LinkedIn, want to get on a call. I was like, well, I, I, I did my same song and dance. I was like, well, just go to the website. And um, I didn't really know that. You know, a lot of times you hear from random people. I didn't really know them. And they ended up, like, sending me some great emails back and forth. We worked out some details, got them a couple of great hires that they were really happy with. And they're, they're awesome. They're, like, my favorite new client. And uh, haven't had a phone call yet, so... <laughs> Um, best case scenario. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Yeah, that's the best case. Phone calls are the worst. You know, I mean, can we just can we just say it? Can we just can we just say it? Phone calls are the worst. At the same time, I'd like to get into Clubhouse. So if you have any I was about there. to call you on it in that you have FOMO <laughs> for a thing that's voice only. Uh, but okay. Yeah. If you have an invite to clubhouse, send it over to Kaylin. If you have an invite to clubhouse, you are definitely not watching or listening to the show right now. Um, probably not. You're probably in Silicon Valley doing things that Silicon Valley people do. Oh, YOLO says, uh, Ben Lasani. Oh gosh. I didn't even see that. I, we need a, we need a little bit of a, I got to throw it up on the board here. Come on, Ben. There we go. Ben says YOLO. YOLO, Ben. Uh, this has been fun. I really like this platform for live stream. Really like it. And it looks beautiful. You look, it beautiful. looks great. I can't. Thank you. Thank you. Look at very much. I can't wait to look at it because, uh, <laughs> the quality here is I can't wait to look at myself. No, it's just that like last time we had such a great, 
combo. And then I looked at the quality and I was like, eh. Yeah, it's but true. This quality looks really good. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll ramp it up. Cool, this will, it, it'll only get better over time. This is going to be good yeah. stuff. Uh, last thing, what are you working on right now? Um, so I'm doing a new version of the site, Commerce Hero site, which has been fun. Um, I'm using Algolia for the search, which is really neat. Oh yeah, that's cool. Uh, oh nice. It uh, is cool. I love that's really Algolia. Cool. Yeah, it's really neat. Like I'm just. My keyboard shortcuts for everything. Like I want to be able to do everything with keyboard shortcuts. And it's just so cool. It's cool how fast Algolia is. Um, I'm also, I think, going to be able to use that to get better search results for like, uh, for example, TJ was looking for a React. He, he posted a tweet recently about looking for a React PWA developer. I was like, I need to have that on my site. I need to have a landing page for that. So I worked on a landing page for that. And um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm doing a bunch of stuff with that. Basically, I'm... I'm redoing everything that I went the no code web flow kind of route. Right. And right. I'm, I'm using tailwind, which is really nice for UI. Uh, just keeping it really, really simple, kind of, kind of simplifying a lot of this stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time with it. You know, a lot of, a lot of stuff left to do, but, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm also doing a uh, public profile. So, the evolution of commerce here is kind of weird. I started out with, it was sort of a social network. Like people had profile pages and it was meant to be right. mostly all freelance work. And I remember, I remember that I have a profile page that I didn't create that I think you made for yeah. me. Did I make it for you? All right. I feel like you did. Um, or you made one for Alan storm. One of the two. I can't remember. I don't think I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't Sounds have. like um, a thing you might've done, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But, but uh, but yeah, then people started saying, well, I want to hire somebody full-time. And then full-time people wanted private profiles. And then I got a little concerned about disintermediation. Or in other words, somebody wants to hire somebody without using the platform. So I went super into the private profiles to where it's just not that usable. Like if you go to a site and you see a bunch of stuff and like if you want to make your profiles really private, you can't allow too many profile descriptions either because people will leak their contact info in their profile descriptions. So everything was just not very usable. And so now I'm going back to like public profiles for people that want to make them public. Um, and if they want to make them anonymous, like if somebody's looking for a job, you know, privately, um, they can do that. But, you know, I'm just going that route because I think it makes for a better product. And, um, even though I, I feel like there's an opportunity some... to like pivot to like a, an adult friend finder kind of a service with the commerce hero. <laughs> I mean, listen, nothing's off the table, you know, uh, <laughs> if you could get, if you could get some penetration in that market, I think, you know, as a, as a business owner, <laughs> as a startup founder, you have to be ready to pivot at all times. So yeah. Little can, did you know, you, you never, little did you know you what can, you were building all along? Yeah. Yeah. Never say never, but, uh, but no, so that's, that's, that should be cool. Um, I mean, I feel like you could say never on this one, but okay. Listen. Okay. <laughs> it's hard never out here. Never say never. It's, had, it's <laughs> hard. It's hard out here. It's, it's a tough economy out here, man. Yeah. yeah you got to get, <laughs> yeah. get that paper. Yeah. I get that paper. What about, what about you? What's, uh, the heck are you working on? I'm so glad you asked. I, I just released uh, a very large report that we did uh, for nine Future Commerce. Nine. Yeah, nine by nine. I'm seeing all the tweets. Tell me all about oh, it. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, nine by nine is a uh, a brand uh, report that we did in, with our partners at Clavio, and we uh, we started out with this idea of let's you know let's do a profile of brands that we feel like are, are doing right by the customer. Like there are some that come up over and over in, in our universe of content and let's talk about those. And as we started digging in and doing research, uh, over a period of six months, we started finding all kinds of brands that were doing some truly amazing things that we had never heard of before. Um, and so we started looking at those and sort of uh, scoring them. We hired a market research firm to help us uh, do a lot of interviews with experts in our field. Uh, we brought our 72 um, future commerce alumni and 15 of our expert network um, 
members together to help us create uh, that score and uh, create the algorithm by which we rank the brands. And and then we, yeah, we, we go out to market and we ask people like what makes a brand meaningful and we use their feedback to, you know, help uh, score the brands. So this is, this is that. There's nine categories. The brands like... Uh, you know, they're technology platforms that are challenging Amazon Prime and, you know, bringing the the capabilities of uh, like an Amazon Prime sort of infrastructure, logistics uh, and technology down to, you know, every mom and pop brand. Pretty much everybody has the ability to compete with Amazon Prime nowadays if you have the right technology suite. So a bunch of uh, tech vendors and last mile and logistics that are on that list. Um, we have community centric brands. We have uh, purpose driven brands. We have. Um, and so it's, it's nine by nine, meaning there's, there's nine categories and nine brands a piece, a piece in each. It's our first one. Um, and we're going to do this annually, uh, and we're really proud of it and yeah, check it out at future commerce and, you know, let us know what you think about it. I'd love to get all kinds of feedback. It's our first one. And, you know, coming from the open source world, you know, we open sourced our scoring methodology, which is sort of scary, um, because that's not the thing oh, that makes cool. this, um, that's not the thing that makes this unique or cool. Uh, and it is the thing that most people in this kind of market research space try to hide. Uh, they mm -hmm. want it to be really like vague of how they came up with the list. And we didn't want that. Uh, we've put a lot of work into Airtable to, uh, to have a, a method by which we can maintain this over time and be more transparent about it so that people can see, you know, the rankings as they change. Um, we'd like it to be more real time and more transparent than what anybody else is doing. But yeah, uh, and it's gotten a lot of press. Uh, so uh, WWD picked it up. Uh, it was front page this morning. Um, we had Morning Brew picked up picked up uh, Future Commerce and put us on um, on their list of uh, twenty uh, retail Twitter to follow. Um, we Dude, had uh, Sourcing Journal pick us awesome. up too. So it's getting a little bit of traction. Yeah, had you know we're that's we're really pretty cool. proud of it. So that's. Uh, so now that's six months of my life that I've <laughs> spent writing a 10,000 word report. So, um, now I'm going to find something else to wow. do. With my time. Um, so you've but, been working on that hard for the last six months and yeah. it just landed. Wow. Yeah. 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 Congrats, big, dude. big, big, that's really cool. Giant hairy project. Um, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll move on to the next, the next thing we have a, a report coming out called retail rebirth, which is, uh, the thing we're, we're hard at work on now. We have summer interns starting, we have, um, the whole team, like we're hiring a creative director, um, future commerce to the moon, baby. It's pretty cool. That's awesome, dude. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. It's crazy. What's happened in a year and a half. It's really skyrocketed. Um, so dude, very, very proud the of moon. that to the moon. That's uh, cool, man. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's cool. We're yeah. Anyway, really proud of it. Really proud of the team. And, uh, we just keep going. Hey, I mean, one thing that's really important to us is we set out to have uh, a very diverse field and, uh, something we realized really early on, it's really hard to find equal representation and gender representation in this world of founders. Um, we, we strive to get 50% equal representation and we came up short. Um, 40% of the awarded brands are founded by women, um, mm -hmm. or have uh, female executive leadership. I don't think that's good enough and it shouldn't be that hard to find. Uh, but it turns out it is. And I think it speaks to a lot of like systemic issues in, uh, in capital. And I think that there's, uh, you know, the fact that we really, we tried really hard to find brands that we consider to be like world changing and by our scoring methodology, we could only find 20 to 21% representation for people of color. I think that's a problem too. And, uh, I want that to change and we're going to, we're going to double down and work harder over the next year to, to try to get that, um, yeah, to try to get to change that. I think that's an important mm -hmm. thing that we all need. Uh, I want to celebrate brands that are founded by people who are inspirational. It's hard to be inspirational when, you know, everybody's, uh, you know, an old white dude. Um, I think a lot of people, I, I, I see a lot of founders that are early on that are doing some really interesting things in the retail space, uh, that are, uh, you know, more ethnically diverse, but, um, it's hard when the scoring methodology very heavily weights towards like an earned media value. Like 
Mm. Having some hype or some buzz around your brand is important for the the early success, but not for the long term success. And so I think that that's something we'll address and look at. And it's a fair criticism that's been leveled against it. But this is this is part of the process. And, you know, it's round one. Pretty excited about it. Nice, man. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, are we at our time here? This is it. We did it. I'm really freaking proud of us. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next week and whatnot. We're back. And, Mage Talk back. Uh, shoot, maybe we'll be, be recording in an RV. You never know. You I mean, just Kalen, never know. Kalen might build an RV so that he can record in his RV. Might literally build an RV. Why don't yeah? you spend some time this week to uh, work, on my work, AC on, situation? work on the AC situation? Yeah, I'm going to figure something out. I don't know what happened, to be honest. I really don't. I mean, maybe a little bit of insulation. and uh... Yeah, I do have to work on the insulation. I'm doing the siding. I got the siding from Home Depot this week. Nice. And as I was driving home, one of the uh, four foot by eight foot pieces of siding fell off the car. No. To the freeway. Yeah. Actually, it broke in half and half of it fell off. So that was brutal, but three of them I got back, and I got to put Holy those bad boys up. Holy freaking cow. Oh, my gosh, yeah. dude. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah, you're it safe. Rough. It didn't hurt anybody, did yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it, we did did kill one person, but oh, okay. you know, it was... <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, it just like, there was a car behind me, and it just slipped right under their car. Like, like no, no way. issue. What's, yeah, it's just like, and then they just drove over it. Ken, I literally can't believe what I'm hearing right now. This is shocking. It was brutal. It was really brutal. Okay, well, that's Um, a great place to leave it. Uh, Thanks for listening. That is a good place to leave it. Glad you're okay. All right. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening and uh, like and subscribe and all that, yada, yada. Peace. Sweet. Peace.